0: even in situations where I'm facing those challenges, I don't have to allow it to get me down. I can impact myself, and doing so will help to kind of overflow into the people around me.
1: Welcome to the Leadership Download Podcast. On this episode, we have Jade Gordon on the podcast. And Jade Gordon is the daughter of John Gordon, who is a world-renowned speaker and author and bestseller of several leadership books. So Jade Gordon actually works for John Gordon and Companies and she's a motivational speaker and also uh, she facilitates workshops for organizations across the globe and country. And so on this episode, we talked to Jade Gordon about the power of positive thinking and how that can help impact positively impact your leadership. So Hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Um, before we go into this episode, feel free to check out our website, tcadvisorygroup.com. Travis and I, we recently started a new uh, venture in the leadership space, and you can connect with us on social media on that website as well. So check out our website, tcadvisorygroup.com, and connect with us on there. And uh, here we go with the episode with Jade Gordon. Well, thank you, Jade, so much for taking the time to be on our podcast.
0: Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to this discussion. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do.
0: So I am a speaker. So about a year and a half ago, I decided to join my dad in sharing his message across the country. And so I travel to companies, schools, I work with teens, um, people who are wanting to lead the the next generation, um, people of all ages, to basically help them with leadership, culture, ways to be more positive, ways to deal with negativity, because we all know in today's world, we're going to face a lot of challenges, adversity. There's a lot of negativity going on. So just equipping people with the tools to be able to lead themselves so that they can then lead other people. So I do keynotes. I also do workshops where we really get into the nitty gritty Um, get people to really think about what am I, how am I a leader? How do I lead? What does it feel like to be led by me? And what are some ways that I can lead better to in a more positive way?
2: That's awesome. You know, one of the one of the big questions I have is, you know, I as I do a lot of consulting and stuff too with businesses is a lot of leaders are not very positive. And um, seems that that is a big challenge for a lot of leaders. So how has positivity impacted your leadership personally? And where does that, where's that really rooted from? Cause I know you you come from a, a, a kind of dynasty of your father talking about positivity. Where's that rooted uh, kind of in, in the challenges that we face today?
0: Yeah, so I, I tell people all the time growing up when it's your own dad, you never want to listen to any of the things that he has to say. So when he was telling me to be positive and to have a good mindset and to not be negative, you just don't want to hear it. And so I decided to, I once I graduated from college, I decided to move out to LA and kind of pursue acting. And I was working at a restaurant called Nobu Malibu. And when I was there, it, you're dealing with such high profile clients, celebrities, people with a lot of money who are coming in and they really don't treat you very well. And it's a high paced environment. You have to really learn to adapt. And so being in that environment, I realized, okay, the things that my dad has told me my whole life I can apply right now. I'm in a really negative environment, how can I help the people around me, but also help myself to be more positive. And so I really learned to put those principles into practice and it helped me to make the people around me a little happier being in those, those environments. We created great relationships, just pouring into other people. It's, you know, the story of the coffee bean where you don't have to allow your environment to affect you. You have the powers inside of you to transform the environment around you. And so I said, I'm not going to let my environment make me feel, you know, upset or frustrated frustrated. I'm not going to leave work every day feeling exhausted. I'm going to fuel myself with that optimism, positivity, and belief so that I can get through the day, but also help my team. And so it really helped me because I realized, and it's what caused me to kind of do this work today. I said, wow, people need this now more than ever. And so seeing myself able to transform from going to work and being exhausted and saying, oh, I don't wanna do this anymore, this is crazy. I realized I have the ability to even impact the guests that come in, to just be a positive person, to smile, to lift people up. Because you know, if I'm negative, it might rub off on somebody else. And I don't want that. I want everybody to be you know, lifted up by positivity, all those kinds of things. And so it really transformed my mindset to be able to say, even in situations where I'm facing those challenges, I don't have to allow it to get me down. I can impact myself, and doing so will help to kind of overflow into the people around me. So, you know, even though my dad is this really, really positive person, a lot of times it talks about how it's really easy to fall into negativity. We're not naturally positive, right? And so it helped me to kind of have this mindset of every single day, I actually have to put in the work to be more positive, because it's really easy to get into that negativity spiral to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. This is frustrating. But realizing that no, I have to have that mindset every single day. And so it really has helped me because instead of when I face challenges and all these things and it's getting me down, I'm like, I kind of take a step back and I'm like, hold on a second. I know the tips and tricks. I know that I have like my toolkit of all the things I need to do to be a more positive person. And in turn, I've impacted, you know, hopefully a lot of people around me just by interacting with me, by smiling, by saying, hey, how are you? People oftentimes feel really negative because they feel powerless. They don't feel heard. And so just interacting with people, trying to have connection with them, which we talk a lot about in our workshops, which is the four C's, the communication, the connection that is so important. And today, I feel like we've lost that connection with people. And so doing those things to impact people in a positive way by creating those relationships has made a huge difference You know, in my life and, and a lot of people's as well.
1: Yeah, you make a good point there where our first instinct is is to have those negative thoughts and really being positive. It takes a lot of effort and intentionality. And so in, in the work that you you do, what are some tips that you can provide on you know, wherever people are at in life, wherever people are at in their leadership journey, their career path? What tips do you have on how to positively people can positively impact people around them?
0: So... It always starts with yourself, right? You can't give what you don't have. So I would say the first thing that you need to do if you have a negative mindset, if you're struggling with a challenge, you're facing all these different things that are being thrown at you, Some of the best advice I think I've ever heard actually came from a man named Dr. James Gills. So he's the only person on the planet to have completed six double Iron Manes. And so an Iron Man, if people don't know, you do an Iron Man one day, you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning and you do another one. So he's done six of those. And the last time he did it, he was 59 years old. And so people say, how how can you do this? Like, how is this possible? And he says, you know, I learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. When I listen to myself, I hear the negativity, the fear, the doubt, all the reasons why I can't finish this race. But if I talk to myself, I can fuel myself with words of encouragement that will help me to keep moving forward to that finish line. And I think, you know, especially in today's society, it's so, so important to fuel ourselves with that positivity to then, you know, have it overflow onto other people because, if we're listening to all the negativity that's around us and we're having those negative thoughts that come in that say, we're not good enough, somebody's better than me or imposter syndrome, right? Why am I here? All these different kinds of thoughts are going to infect us in our mindset, and we're not going to be able to help other people be positive. So we always talk about, you know, feeding the positive dog, the two dogs inside of you. If you have this negative dog, this positive dog, if you're constantly feeding the negative, that's the dog that's going to grow and going to win when those two dogs fight. And so you want to make sure that you're constantly feeding yourself with positivity. And a lot of activities that we do is, you know, encouragement is helping to lift other people up by saying, hey, I believe in you, you can do this leadership is a transfer of belief. Maybe somebody doesn't believe in themselves, but by you helping them with that belief, that's, you know, they're able to kind of have that mindset of like, wait, somebody believes in me, I can do it. And so I think that's such an important ways because a lot of us feel so stuck in our own kind of, you know, this thought process of maybe I can't do this or maybe all these different things that are going through our head. But if we just start to believe in people and really pour into them, I think that changes a lot of relationships, a lot of leadership, you know, in the different dynamics between people, because if somebody doesn't feel like somebody cares about them, They're going to kind of be like, okay, well, if you're telling me what to do, I feel like you're just telling me what to do. You're just on my back. But because we have established a relationship, I know that you're just trying to help me to reach my full potential. And that helps to have more people be positive, to say, wait, this has really affected me in a positive way. I'm going to help to do this as well. And then hopefully we'll start to impact more and more people.
2: You know, that's that's there's so much there to unpack. But one one of the things I think is just important for our audience to realize is when you're talking about positivity is that everyone on your team is taking their cues from you. And if you come into the, the office with a negative attitude, that will likely uh, kind of crescendo through the, through the office or through your team. So you really do set the kind of set the precedence of what that, what the attitude is going to be like there. And I had to learn that early in my career because sometimes there was some really rough days and, but it got worse. If I acted on my, my negative feelings uh, and I let them show versus trying to keep things more positive and focusing on the, the outcomes that we're looking for. Um, that's just a radical uh, it's a radical shift in thinking, but it's something that once I started doing that, I saw people took the cues from me that, okay, we can't get through this. As long as Travis thinks that we're, we're moving in the right direction and the energy is moving in the right direction, then people naturally would take our take, take cues from the leader. So, so I'm curious to kind of add some practicality to this. So when you're feeling those, those challenges of uh, maybe, you know, that things are not going the way that they are, we want them for you. And you start feeling that kind of negativity sinking in. What are some of the the things that you do yourself to kind of say, okay, I got to start putting my, you know, putting my counteractions into place?
0: Yeah, so like I said, it's really easy to fall into that negativity spiral and as much as I teach people this kind of stuff and I talk about it a lot and I've grown up around it, it really is that mindset practice where every single day when you realize you're being negative you have to first realize it. Because a lot of people, we talk about energy vampires. And so we always say, oh, that person's draining my energy. That person's so negative. But a lot of times we don't realize we ourselves sometimes are that energy vampire. So for me, it's first recognizing, okay, I'm being really negative right now. Like I really need to change my mindset to be more positive. And we talk a lot about, you know, a, a formula, E plus P equals O. So you can't control your you know, the events in your life, you can't control the circumstances. The only thing you can control is your perspective. And that so often determines the outcome. So when something happens, I'm like, okay, what outcome do I want? If I'm so negative right now, I'm just going to go down this road of negativity and it's not really going to help me in any aspect. But if I realize, okay, I'm being negative right now, I have to shift my mindset. I have to be more positive. Then that helps me have a better outcome. So I think the first thing for me is recognizing, Okay, you're being really negative right now. Or if I'm around people, or even talking to my family, I'm really being negative right now. I'm bringing them down. So first is the awareness. And then the second thing I would say for me, for sure, is the talking to yourself versus listening to yourself, because I listen, I feel like we have a lot of negative thoughts that come in. And especially for me, I get a lot of imposter syndrome of, you know, my dad does this he's done this for years, he's John Gordon. What are people gonna think of me if they hear me speak? If they think, you know, I'm maybe not as good as him, all these different kinds of things. And then I have to realize and talk to myself in a positive way of, you're not your dad. You are a completely different person. You have different perspectives. That's why people bring you in to speak. They want a younger voice. They love my dad, which is great, but they want me to, you know, provide a different perspective on things. And so that has helped me, you know, hugely to realize, I don't have to allow those negative thoughts to sabotage me, and so that's another thing as well, but then I would say just fueling yourself with that optimism positivity and belief just like speaking positive things to yourself. Um, And I feel like it's really easy for people to say oh just be positive, or oh it's okay you're fine just don't think about it, but a lot of times and people talk a lot about toxic positivity. But I don't really believe in toxic positivity, because if it's toxic, it's not positive. And so I think that it has to become a practice, because if you're saying, oh, just be positive, and somebody's like, okay, but how? And they don't do it every single day. It's not this habit that they've created that they're able to say, okay, I'm being negative right now. I have my tools X, Y, and Z. Here's what I need to do. I think that it's really hard for people to initially get started. So just having those tools, I think, is really, really beneficial for me of where it's just the awareness talking to myself and then saying, I'm not going to infect the people around me because I care about the people around me and I don't want to sabotage them.
1: Yeah, that's so key because you know, almost we are the worst critic of, of ourselves. Like, um, and having those bad thoughts, that that inner voice, it can all, almost be detrimental to in everything that we do. And it, I think it really takes those little small acts of shifts that we do in our day-to-day that help transform our mindset. and um, And so that we're able to have that positive mindset, because it's very difficult. And th- I'm sure we all struggle with this. And those listening is it's really hard to stay positive sometimes, especially during times of the unknown. Uh, challenges and setbacks, and so really appreciate your your insights on that. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on is um, is in as when we're talking about leadership, so how what are the benefits of practicing both gratitude and appreciation as a leader to to really promote this positivity with with the, the people that we we um, are a part of.
0: So my dad always says you can't be blessed and stressed at the same time. So when you have this these gratitude practices where you're saying all the things that you're thankful for, you're really not thinking about negativity or negative things going on in your life. And so I think it all ties back to that gratitude practice really allows you to establish that mindset and kind of help you to have the habit of every time I say things that I'm grateful for. I just I can't be negative I just can't because I'm thinking about all the things that I'm blessed with all the things I get to do the things I have and so we always when I do workshops we do kind of an activity where we have them have a to-do list and so we say all the things that you have to do and people say oh I'll take my kids to school walk the dog go to the gym all these different things and then we say okay take that have to and say you get to reframing your mindset To say in your perspective, to say, I get to do all these things. I'm fortunate. I get to go to work. I have a job. I can take care of my family. I can take care of myself. All these different things. I get to go to the gym. There's people that they can't walk, right? And so it's the perspective I think is so beneficial of having that gratitude because in those moments, you're really not thinking about all the things that are going wrong. You're only focusing on all the things that you've been blessed with.
2: And as we kind of start to wrap up, I am curious to know. You know, we we kind of talked about this yesterday in our in our introduction call. Um, The differences between the generational different generations in the workforce, and um, are you finding that uh, the millennials and the Gen Zers, this is more of a necessity of leading with positivity, just due to the kind of the mental health challenges that seem to be more on the rise now. Um, You know, talk to talk to those leaders out there that are frustrated right now to the millennials with the the Gen Zers and this, the importance of kind of having this shift at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure, because uh, we've seen a lot of, you know, the older generation or we've kind of had it ingrained into us of like tough love. We need to give people Mm -hmm. tough love. We need to be hard on them. We need to be pushing them. But what we've really found is instead of tough love, my dad calls it love tough. He says, I believe in tough love, but for tough love to work, love must come first. Mm -hmm. We must love tough to bring out the best in those we lead. And so when we talk a lot about that, it also ties into love and accountability and creating those relationships. So if I have a relationship with somebody where I've connected with them, we've we communicate, I've shown that I'm committed and that I care, it changes the, the dynamic to lead them in a way of saying, hey, I'm I love you, but I'm also going to hold you accountable because I won't accept anything less than your best, because I want you to reach this potential, because we have a standard here, I won't accept anything less than that. And so I think that that is the, the shift that needs to happen with the older and younger generation, instead of being on people's backs all the time of saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, they're really going to get burned out, they're going to say hey whoa, leave me alone, why are you pushing me so hard but if you've established that relationship and you say hey I'm love you but I'm going to hold you accountable they know what to expect from you and you they should you you should expect you know what you need to do to be able to have that love and accountability and we do a lot of these workshops where we kind of ask people where are they on the spectrum of showing people love and then showing people accountability and we really see it as a bridge that needs you know has a gap that we really need to bridge that gap because that's i think the missing piece of, if I know you care about me, I know you're not on my back just to be mean, just to push me, just to give me a hard time. I know it's because we have a standard that's been set. I know it's because you want me to reach my full potential and you're just doing it to help me and the team be better. And I think that once we kind of, have instilled that in the younger generation, but also the older generation, there will be an understanding of how to then lead people to help them be their best so that we don't have burnout. People aren't getting as frustrated. We have better retention. People wanna stay in their jobs. I think that is gonna be huge once more and more people start to implement that and they realize that that's what's missing. And that they need to start, you know, doing that to impact themselves, but also the culture of their company or their work or wherever they are.
1: So before, go ahead, Cameron. Uh, Did you have something?
2: No, I was just going to start wrapping us up.
1: Okay, I'll do the uh, close and you can do the rapid fire. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you so much for that Jade. Um, so what, you know, you, you've talked a lot about positivity and what resources out there that people can learn from and and learn take a deeper dive in in what you talked about and also how can people connect with you and the work that you are doing today.
0: Yeah, so um, a lot of things we offer is actually on the johngordon.com website, so we have a bunch of video programs where my dad has videotaped himself and he kind of walks you through how to be positive, all the mindset things, the content in his books. Um, We also offer workshops, so I go into a lot of companies, schools, um, whoever kind of wants to strengthen their team or equip the people around them with the leadership you know, tools. I also do keynotes as well. So if you bring somebody in, we can, you know, empower people, give them all the information that they can take away to help them be a more positive leader. You can reach me on Instagram at jadegordon11, um, or send me an email at jade.jongordon.com. And I'd be happy to kind of talk about ways that we can bring positivity to you and your culture.
2: No, excellent. But as we wrap up, we always like to have a couple of questions just to get to know our. Uh, the person we're interviewing a little bit better so um first question um what's what's a bucket list item you have for the future
0: bucket list item i have a couple but one is super super weird people think it's really strange but i really want to milk a cow and churn butter <laughs> <laughs> really odd you know a lot of people say skydiving or you know traveling somewhere but i truly i just feel like it'd be so cool to just milk a cow and churn some butter
2: (laughs) (laughs) that is probably the best answer we've ever gotten (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh so okay second one is dead or alive who would you want to have lunch with
0: jesus christ
2: yeah who wouldn't want to have that
0: I don't think I would even ask him any questions. I think I would just sit there and just listen to him, mm-hmm. just see what he had to say. I think, I think that would be so cool.
2: Absolutely. And lastly, and uh, this might be a pretty easy question for you, but uh, is there any books you've read recently that you would uh, suggest others read?
0: So I'm not a huge um, book reader, if it's not kind of like, you know, romance novels or anything like that. My dad actually growing up had to pay me to read his books. Um, So I definitely need to read his newest one that came out. I proofread the first couple of chapters. Um, So I don't have any recommendations, but I know there's a lot of really, really good books out there. So if you haven't read any of my dad's books, I highly recommend, but there's a lot of, you know, thought leaders for leadership that are great out there that you can, you know, find online
2: what's your favorite book from your dad's collection that you've read so far
0: honestly i would probably say the energy bus I think just because it's the og and it's it's the book that started it all and I think it's a lot of people's favorites as well because it's just kind of super easy a lot of them are you know very easy but it's just super um it's really for that mindset shift all those different kinds of things and I think the reason why it's also my favorite and very personal to me is because a lot of people don't know that the energy bus book is actually based off of my dad and so George, the character in it, he was so negative, his wife was you know, so frustrated, was actually my dad. And my mom was going to divorce him because he was so negative. And she said, if you don't change, we're over. And so he really embarked on this journey of finding positivity, fueling yourself with that optimism, positivity, and belief to become a better person and impact the people around you. And I think if he wouldn't have done that, he also wouldn't have wrote the energy bus and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. So it really is is impactful for me because it's like, wow, that's my dad. He did that. And now my family is now impacting a lot of people. So for me, it's really cool.
2: That's awesome. Well, Jade, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and uh, look forward to uh, maybe connecting again in the future.
0: Thank you, guys.
1: We thank you for tuning in on this episode of the Leadership Download Podcast. We hope you enjoy this interview with Jade Gordon. Uh, You can connect with Jade Gordon on social media. We have tagged her on the social media posts for this episode, so you can connect with her on there as well. And you can check out her dad's books, John Gordon. You can go to the website John Gordon and look up uh, the several books that he has available as well. So we thank you for tuning in on the podcast and hope that this podcast interview added value to your leadership wherever you're at in your leadership journey. If you want to connect with us at TC Advisory Group, check us out at com. Send us some feedback on the podcast, info at com. Again, our email is info at com. If you have some moments after listening to this podcast, we would highly appreciate your feedback on the actual podcast platform that you're listening on, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Amazon, feel free to give us a review, five-star rating. That'll help spread the word of the Leadership Download Podcast. We thank you again for tuning in and catch us on the next episode of the Leadership Download Podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now, and you'll be the first to be notified when the next podcast gets published. Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate your support.